Hello and everybody and welcome back to our second episode of Minds and Hearts Alike. I'm your host, Mario Warren, and again, I have a very special guest with me today. Uh, we are related. We are related. In case anyone was confused, that is my dear sister, Tamika Warren. Uh, she is a host and a co-host of various trainings on professional leadership. Um, you know what? As a matter of fact, you just tell them what you do. I am a leadership developer, and that's um, anywhere from first-time leaders to existing leaders and how to fulfill the space that you are in. So I love it. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, of course, uh, I am an interpersonal um, an interpersonal dynamics coach. Uh, I help people not just in relationships, but in all kinds of uh, interactions with each other one or multiple human beings understand who you are authentically and who someone else is authentically so that you guys can find ways to uh, find a balance and move forward in your uh, relationships, whether it's working relationships, family relationships, intimate relationships, and so on. So in our previous episode, we were saying that we would like to give these good people some perspective on societal roles yeah, and how those roles may impact or inhibit people from being their authentic selves in the relationships, like appreciating who they are, what they bring to the table and what their significant other brings to the table outside of the roles that society says that we have to play. Yeah. I think it's uh, that's really a big deal. I see that that's a source of conflict so much of the time when you look at relationships that kind of go south and you're like, but they seem so well together. Or even with people that we, you know very closely, you're like, they fit. Why couldn't they, they work this out? And usually it's because we are projecting a role onto them that they don't feel. Right. And if we stop projecting that, and then found out, like, how does this authentically fit in our life? Mm-hmm. How do you authentically fit? How do I authentically fit? Then we can have an authentic relationship as one together and no one's really losing. Right. Um, you know, and I, I just think that we kind of get hung up in that. Yeah. You know, and the word authentic. You know, right now, that's a buzzword and yeah. social media and stuff. But it's not a buzzword for us because we've been using it for years. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> But it's one of those things where it's like, I I don't know if people, um, sometimes we use words so much. I want everyone to slow down and understand what we mean by authentic. Yeah. Uh, Authentic. Um, Let's say in the societal roles um, between heterosexual couples, um, we have this perception that the man is supposed to be the provider and the woman is supposed to be the nurturer. And these are the roles that society somewhere along the way deemed were appropriate. When we say being your authentic self, we're not talking about how you relate to the role. We're talking about what you bring to the table behind your closed doors when society ain't got nothing to say about how you make your thing work. Okay. Your relationship thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so let's say, for example, You are the man, but you are not the breadwinner. You're going to feel a societal pressure to be able to go out into people and be amongst other couples and say, you know what? Yeah, I bring home the bacon. I make the bread. Because that's something that our parents and grandparents and who knows how far back that was a that was a struggle. Right. But 
what happens if you happen to have a wife who's sharp? She's a hawk. And she's going, she's making six figures. She's killing it. And yeah, sure, you're not doing terrible for yourself. But what happens when there's conflict in relationships and this happens where the man feels a little insecure because she is the one who is bringing home the money or maybe she's a bit more organized. Maybe she's a bit more assertive and maybe he feels a little insecure that she's always grabbing the reins, right? But what does the insecurity come from? The insecurity comes from the fixation that in order for you to arrive at manhood, you should be feeling these shoes, these gender neutral shoes, Mm -hmm. because if you would stop and be your authentic self, you would say, you know what? Being my authentic self, I like what I do. She's making six figures dealing with corporate drama. Mm -hmm. I'm in the field working with good old boys cracking jokes every day. Mm -hmm. You know, not good old boys, but I mean like good old boys, you know, like down home people. The bros, you know, not to be, not not to confuse that with anything else. You know, it's funny I have to say all that. But like the authenticity, I can go out here and I can be myself. I can speak how I want to say what I want to. And these guys are going to move when I say move or we're going to work together. We're going to do whatever. I would rather do that any day than to deal with political speech and how to navigate the day and HR complaints and things like that. The authentic self doesn't want to fill that role she's feeling Anyway, Anyway, right. And then she comes home and she's got uh, homework and bath and cooking and chores or whatever the case. And of of course, a good man is going to chip in there, stand in there and do whatever he can to alleviate the pressure. But aside from that, if you're mad that you're not running the household, maybe what if you just really didn't want to be the guy who was running everything? Maybe she likes it. Mm -hmm. It's different if she's saying, I really wish you would help me out with some of this stuff. Mm hmm. She's authentically saying that she wants some help. But as far as your insecurities as a man, because she's so well put together. Yeah, because normally what we see in relationships, and I'm sure that you've maybe seen this in, in your coachings that you do, is the, the, the other spouse, whomever is having the issue. Um, the opposite spouse is usually saying, I don't need you to do that. Yes. Yeah. And you are making it hard for us for something that I don't even need from you. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> um, so it causes these cataclysmic events. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's huge. And it's like, you're making a bigger deal because I don't, I don't need you to do that. Right. I need you to be comfortable when we get in. If you are better in our partnership, works better when you help the kids instead of having me come in and help the kids with homework or you want me to help the kids with homework while you get the laundry finished then that works for me because I'm okay with that Mm -hmm. and it seems to be like this sort of tension or um because we are trying to fit in in spaces that we don't belong right um what and i'm i'm always and one of the things that we say in the classes that we do on a professional level when we're speaking to organizations is be open to feeling uncomfortable and being brutally honest with yourself is this something that you really want to do right well, if it's no, then why are you arguing about yeah, yeah. it? Before you get mad, yeah, be authentic. Yeah, do I even want to do that thing? Yeah, no. and you know, funny. I once had an employee where um, 
she were, she, her mother was someone else mm-hmm. up, up in leadership, and I had hired someone in from the outside. Uh, the two girls, uh, both blonde hair, both blue eyed. Okay, start at the same time, mm-hmm. few years apart, and the one girl was naturally, authentically nosy. Mm-hmm. She loved to get in there, dig into the accounts, find out information, and because of that, she learned a lot of stuff along the way which made her an exceptional employee. And the other person said, I feel like she does too much, right? And so Mm -hmm. she's like, I feel like I'm going to miss out on an opportunity just because she's over here doing all this stuff and and, and I'm not. And so um, I don't want to be left out. And I said, hold on, pause, pause. Okay. Do you want (laughs) to know that much about this particular process? And she said, not really. I said, do you want to read legislation? Yeah, no. Do you find that exciting? And she goes, well, no, actually, I could do without it. And I said, so wait a minute. You're jealous that someone else is nosier than you are. Yeah. She goes, well, when you put it like that. Right. I said, so unless you want to be her, you have every, uh, listen, if that's what you want, go for it. Mm-hmm. That's what I want for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. But. If you sit at your desk and your eyes start glazing over because you don't find any of that interesting, well, then you just kind of jumped in to be somebody that you're not. Yeah. And you're about to make yourself miserable. Make yourself, right. Oh, that's just, I see that in corporate America so much. I, and you already know this about me. I read my car manual. I read my phone manual. I'm I, I'm one of those people that I like to know the whys behind things. And I worked with a coworker, my colleague, who this was not her forte. You knew it from day one of meeting her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she made my life hell. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, and I'm one of those people that I'm like, you know, talking with IT and I'm like, can we do if then statements to get da, da, da. And she's like, I, I just I just really think that we need to do this. Well, it takes this to accomplish this. I mean, she made my life hell. She made her life hell. Mm-hmm. And yep. I'm like, you really don't want to do this. Like, I talk with the, the attorneys. I talk with IT. You really don't want to do this. So I am encouraging people to be, be like, brutally honest with yourself right. and say, is this something that I really want to do? And don't look at it from um, how will I be seen? Right. Because when you are truly operating in your own authenticity, you will be seen for the talents that you bring to the table naturally. Right. Things that you just... Just do naturally. Yeah. And you won't be intimidated by them. I did have a conversation earlier this year um, where I was pretty passionate about something that was happening and how I thought, you know, um, you know, in a year's time, this is going to be like horribly painful if we keep down this direction, because, of course, I've already thought about all of these things before I even mentioned it. And after the call, um, a person from leadership (laughs) told me, you are not going to make friends. I said, I'm sorry. I did not come here to make friends. I came here to do a job. Y'all hired me for the expertise that I bring to the table. For the success of the company. And for the success (laughs) that I will ultimately bring to the company. I don't have to be in anyone's spotlight. You know why? Because I'm authentic to Tamika. Yeah. 
And that's not one of the things I want to tell people and tell the listeners. This will not always <laughs> uh, fare well for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it may not, but as... Here's the thing, like... It fares well for me because I'm confident in how I live. I don't lose sleep. Yeah, and you also did a lot of work to get to that place. Yeah, I did lots of work. I did put in the work. Because there's a lot of anxiety before that, Mm -hmm. right? So there's nothing more anxiety-inducing when you're like, this is who I am, and I'm in an environment where I'm not allowed to be that. And you feel... I mean, there's a tightness in your chest. It interrupts your sleep. It affects the way you think about yourself and others. Yeah. You know, so there's nothing worse than that. So I'll, I always feel like, you know, you know, in corporate America, is there a risk in reaching that level of authenticity and being that bold and saying whatever it is? Yes. But the, here's the only caveat. I'm, I'm, well, I won't say caveat. Here, here are at least two consequences of you reaching an authentic place to say what is simply true. Take your anger and your emotion Mm-hmm. Uh, your vindictiveness, your revenge, take all of that out of it. And what is true, okay? What What is honestly true? Mm-hmm. And if you start there and you say, can I say this honestly true thing right here in this space? And the answer is always yes. Mm-hmm. Answer is always yes. You need to understand that if you say it or if you don't say it, One or two things is going to happen. If you say it and it's received, fantastic. Mm -hmm. If you say it and you're punished, you know that you're somewhere where you are in an inequitable position. Yes. Yes. If you don't say it, it can't be received. And if you don't say it, the, the worst thing that could happen is that you maintain your safety in an in place, in a place where it's not safe to speak. Right. You just made your own prison. Yes. That's, oh my gosh, that's huge. Um, because it's so true. Um, I, now the, the way that I, I, and I'm always reflective, so I'm not meaning to make this about me, but one of the things that makes me so comfortable is I'm well aware of the consequences. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. That's why it's so important for me to live my life the way that it is so that because I know that the consequences may not always fare in my favor as far as, you know, remaining in a particular place of employment or whatever the case may be. Um, I've weighed out the consequences and I'm okay with it, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm happy and I'm um, and I used to think that I'm not one of those people that needs to sleep a whole lot. No, I realized I wasn't sleeping a whole lot because I was so anxious right. that I could not rest. Mm-hmm. I sleep consistently yeah, <laughs> every good. night now. Fantastic. So, so, yeah, I just encourage people to be authentic within themselves, not to succumb to what's being projected onto them, Mm -hmm. but instead being authentic and finding out how do I operate in this authenticity and the skill set and the mindset that I'm already bringing to the table. What comes natural and how does it benefit us? Yeah, I like it. Okay. Well, thank you for wrapping this episode up with another bow. 
I appreciate it. Okay. And that does give me an idea for the next episode that we're going to talk about. And that's going to be, um, I don't know. I guess we'll surprise our listeners when we get to it. I remember here shortly. It's but the anyway. mystery episode. It's the mystery episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, thank you guys for tuning in to Minds and Heart to Like. I hope you uh, like, share, and follow us on uh, social media, wherever we are. Don't forget to check out the webpage, mindxmatters.com. And uh, yeah, hope to talk to you soon. See ya.